Holy Spirit Reality Ministries is on the air, here with you every week with fresh new content. And this week's video starts a new series entitled Defining Jesus. So sit back, relax, listen, and enjoy. Hi there, this is Prophet Jay. So glad you could join us. I want to thank all of my subscribers, and I want to thank the new ones and the current ones and all the ones that are joining me every week and listening to my content. I really appreciate it. Don't forget, as you do this, I would really appreciate if you would like and share and subscribe. Also, check out the description below for the ministry email. It's also on our overlay. And you can also find my covering and all of those who support me and I support them. It uh, really helps us when you do that. It really helps us when you like and share. Really appreciate that. Please give me comments. Please um, share this out on your on. YouTube, share it out on Facebook, share it out on all the media platforms you can. And I really appreciate when you do that. It just gets more people and I get more feedback on how I can improve the videos. And I can also create stuff that will help everyone live that true reality, the Holy Spirit reality. Now, Stay with me through the entire video, because we always have a word, a revelation of the word. We always have a prophecy, and we always have some ministry time. And this video is, I'm going to reveal the two best sources for defining Jesus as we get into our conversation, our discussion here. Now, you may already know one, but there's maybe one you haven't thought about. So, with that being said... Let's get to it. And I'm going to start up my uh, scriptures. I'll start them. Okay. So. The Jews continually sought a Messiah. That was because it was prophesied. And they only had the Old Testament when Jesus came. Now, here's what Jesus said in John chapter 5. He chastened, he chastised them because they searched the scriptures to find life. And the scriptures spoke of Jesus exactly how everything would go with him. And yet, they just missed it. They just didn't get it. And so here's, let's see what Jesus said to the Jews. So Jesus speaking in John chapter 5, verse 37, he says, And the Father himself, meaning Jesus is speaking of the Father, which he hath sent me, hath borne witness of me. 
You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his shape. Okay, so let's go to the next one. 38, and you, and ye have not his word abiding in you. Okay, for whom he hath sent, you didn't believe in. Okay, oops, next. Search, you search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are that which testify of me, meaning Jesus. Jesus is like, hey, come on. You keep looking through the scriptures to get life, but they testify of me. And now I'm here, and you still don't see it. Okay? And you will not come to me to have life. Jesus made one path for salvation, and that's him. He's the path to life. And there's no other way to define it than what Jesus said. You don't need the church to be saved, but the church is good because you want to be with believers and like-minded. It says, do not forsake the gathering of yourselves together. But you don't need the church. But I'm not preaching against the church. I'm just saying you don't need the church to be saved. But the church is a great compliment because, again, you got like-minded believers. Don't forsake the gathering yourselves together. You should not do that. And you should be supporting your local church. You should be there working with them, doing things with them. That is the way God intended it. But at the same time, salvation doesn't come because you go to church. Standing in a garage does not make you a car, just like standing in the church does not make you a Christian. Now, with that being said, I just wanted to point out how Jesus defined himself. The first definition, we saw that Jesus said, you search the scriptures because you think by them you have life. Let's not confuse the scriptures with Jesus. Jesus and the word agree, but without Jesus, you can't have life. You can read the Bible all day long, but if you don't repent and receive Jesus, and walk in him and become born again by the Spirit, through the hands of the Spirit, you are not going to be saved. I don't care how much scripture you know, but if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, that's, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You only can come to the Father through him. So, again, don't confuse that. It's not the Father, Son, and Holy Scriptures. It's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, we know that salvation is in Jesus, and there is no other that salvation comes from. All right? Now, here's something that Jesus decided, Jesus said that he was going to come to do. In the midst of all this, the Jews were focused and centered on the law. Okay? So, first point, Jews wanted to come to the scriptures to have life. They confused the scriptures with Jesus. Secondly, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Thirdly, Jesus came to do this very thing because the Jews were all focused and centered on the law to make sure that their names were written in the book of life. And here's what Jesus said about that. He says, For verily, 
I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, not one jot, not one tittle, no, no, not one little word, not one little thing is going to no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Okay? So, Jesus came to fulfill the law. He came to fulfill the law. Now, how did he fulfill the law? Because the law was not written on our hearts. The first covenant had laws written on stone tablets. The Ten Commandments, which are all uh, stated in the New Testament, by the way. But the Ten Commandments and the rest of the laws that the Jews follow, which was horrendous amounts of laws, if you ever want to have some fun sometimes, sit down and read Leviticus. And it just goes through all the laws of all the things that Jews had to do for every little thing under the sun. And Jesus said, I came to fulfill all that. And how did Jesus fulfill that law? Because he said he would take that law that was written on those stone tablets and he would write that law in our hearts. And he would have the Holy Spirit be within us that would be the spirit of truth that would guide us into all truth. So he fulfilled the law by taking the Spirit of God, which only were in the prophets, that only with the prophets or whatever. Don't forget to subscribe, please. And he said, I came to fulfill it. I'm going to write those laws on your heart so that the Spirit of God will guide you into all truth so that when you don't know what to do or how to do it or if you're not sure if something's right for you to do, you can listen to the Holy Ghost inside of you. The Spirit of God will guide you into truth will guide you into what's right so that you by reason of use that means the word that means the spirit that means by reason of use you will become discerning of right and wrong of good and bad good and evil you will know the difference you will have that in your heart you carry the spirit Spirit where you go and he guides and directs you so if you're not sure whether you should go to that movie or you go should listen to that song or you should participate in a particular certain action or event you should pray and ask God for his guidance because God may not want you to go to that he may not want you to be involved in it and if the spirit pricks your heart speaks that small voice and you don't feel right about it would you you know what the best test you can do is do i feel comfortable if i was with jesus would i feel comfortable going there or doing this or listening to that song would i feel comfortable if jesus were right next to me because he's inside of you but would i feel comfortable jesus fulfilled the law he said he would do it and when he came and he died on the cross and he went to heaven and sent his spirit. He fulfilled the law. And he wrote that law on your heart. And therefore, you are completely sealed by the Holy Spirit, but only you're guided by the Holy Spirit. Because you are righteous, like the Bible says, the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. So we talked about why the Bible is the first and foremost definitive 
place you can go to define who Jesus is. It's the most definitive record. It's got all the backing from historical, uh, from the historical documents, from Josephus, from the eyewitnesses who wrote the accounts very closely. We have all the most early manuscripts, and they are clearly, if you look at translations across the board, you will find that they almost all line up. There are no contradictions in the scriptures, although there are contradictions in translations. We understand that because each translation has a little slightly different take. But for the most part, the Holy Spirit's going to tell you and guide you and direct you in that as you read it, because you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, it's not the Word that gives you life, but it is the Holy Spirit that guides you into the truth that gives you life and brings life to you. So, with that being said, let's take one more thing. Here is the one other definitive thing, and that's the change you experience out of your relationship with Jesus. Because when you start down the path of being born again and following Jesus, your life will change. You're the way you do things, the way you say things, the way you act, the way you live, the way your being is. It's just not a religion. It's a relationship. And because it's a relationship, his power starts to move through you. And you start to be convicted about certain things that you weren't convicted about before. And you're starting to walk in different ways that you didn't walk before. And you start to change. Remember, like my pastor always says, and by the way, you should check out the video uh, that I interviewed him on. Our tongues for today great video check it out all right so here we go think about this jesus loves you as you are he accepts you as you are but he loves you too much to leave you like that he's not going to leave you that way so the best other best definitive thing you can do to to find jesus and to know that he's true and what he says is true is by the changes in your life. And if your life is not changing, if things aren't changing in your life, then you need to question, you need to question what you're hearing and where you're going to church. You need to question that because your life should be changing. If you're experiencing the true Jesus, the Jesus of the Bible, and no other Jesus, and by the way, we're going to talk about that in our upcoming segments, that you don't accept another Jesus, that you only accept the true Jesus of the Bible, the Holy Spirit of the Bible, you should see changes in your life and you should see continued changes. Because remember, it says that when you get to, when you become a believer, you become born again, behold, all things become new and the old things pass away. And that's whether by, through just discipline, through deliverance, whatever it takes but old things pass away and new things come and you become new and different and changed oh thank you jesus and the power of the holy spirit will come upon you he will touch you he will change you he will move you he will make you better than you were stronger than you were better in every way the holy ghost will come upon you says the lord and he will make you and manifest his self to you and guide you into all truth and you shall not have any 
problem knowing which way to go, which way to turn, which way to walk. Because the Holy Spirit, my Holy Spirit, says the Lord, will guide you, direct you, and keep you in all things. Because I have given you these, I have given you this, I have given you the Spirit, I have given you my Spirit, says the Lord, and it will walk with you, the Spirit himself, himself will walk with you, talk with you, guide you, direct you, protect you, correct you, and make you like my son, says the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for your holy word. Thank you, Jesus, for your prophecy. And now I just want to release you guys. I just want to let you know that if you're listening to this and you don't know Jesus, I can tell you, you should know him because it's the most exciting thing you've ever done and ever do in your life. And because, well, first of all, you don't want to go to hell. Second of all, it's the greatest adventure you've ever been on. And third of all, is so many blessings and benefits of becoming a Christian and be walking with Jesus and becoming born again. The Bible says our witnessing will become effective when we state all the good things in Christ in Philemon. So I'm stating all the good things in Christ. There's power, there's love, there's grace, there's mercy, all the good things you need, all the good things you need, because God says, I've given you everything that pertains to life and godliness, everything. There's nothing left out. When you come to Jesus, you get it all. And so I just want to make a, a call to anyone today that you feel convicted, you know you need Jesus, you know you need to repent. I'm going to ask you to just pray with me. Father, I receive Jesus as my Lord, Master, and Savior. I repent of my sins. I receive his sacrifice for my sins. I want to start my journey with him and my relationship with him today, right now, as I am even listening to this today. And so I do. I repent and I receive that relationship. I walk in it. I move in it. I have my being and I live in it. This day, I'm starting my journey. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, please reach out to the ministry. If you became a Christian today because of the broadcast, reach out to the ministry. We will get you some resources, some books, some Bibles, the book of John. I suggest if you have a Bible, read the book of John. It's the first thing I would suggest you read because it really defines your relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It helps you understand all those things, and it will help you greatly on your first leg of your journey to become, just to become like Jesus, to walk as he walked, to do what he did, and to be like him. It's enough for a servant to be like his master, and that is what Jesus said. So, Again, I really appreciate you listening today. We had prayer. We had a revelation from the Word. We had that prayer. We had a prophecy. Everything that we talked about in the beginning. I hope you enjoyed this so much. God bless you.
That's a wrap.